WRBH Radio 88.3 FM. This is your host of Dinner Party, Chef Amy Sins. And today I am recording at the Windsor Court. And I'm so excited to be in this beautiful property, but also to hear about the fun and exciting things happening at the grill room all this summer. I feel like as New Orleanians, we're ready to get out and about and enjoy our city again. And now seems like the perfect time. So my guests today are Jonathan Sanders and Isabel Marasante. And I am so happy to join you, to have y'all join me. And I think, Isabel, I think I said your name wrong, even though I practiced it four times, right? (laughs) I had to practice it really hard until I was like eight, so... Well, and it's, uh, you know, I feel like you're not doing uh, your Louisiana life justice unless you mispronounce every single thing. I mean, try to hit Burgundy Street or Chapatulis if you're not from here, right? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, so y'all tell me a little bit. I know uh, one of the big events that you have coming up in July is the Bastille Day celebration. And when I, I saw the press announcement about it, I got excited but then I thought my listeners are going to say, well, why are, why are we celebrating Bastille Day? And wh- what is there to celebrate? <laughs> How do we do it? Yeah, Bastille Day is one of those days that either you know a lot about it or you probably don't know anything about it. Um, it commemorates the 1789 storming of the Bastille, and it sort of is what started the French Revolution, or at least, you know, made it that much more extreme. Um and so it's essentially France's 4th of July, if you will. I guess if you told a French person that, they might not agree. But they, <laughs> they do fireworks and picnics. And the whole holiday sort of resembles equality and liberty and just, you know, dem- modern-day democracy. And that sort of is where it stemmed from. And Jonathan was actually, spoiler alert, was born in France. Ooh. So yes. he, he knows a lot more no, about it than uh, I do. I was, I was fortunate in college. Uh, I took a, uh, a trip uh, through Europe, and um, I happened to be staying in Paris uh, during the Bastille. And so, you know, if you're living in Paris, um, you're waking up to essentially attend a military parade. So, imagine all of the major uh, avenues, like the Champs Elysees, where essentially um, sort of a parade of, of military prowess sort of walks on the streets. It's not what you would think if you were from New Orleans. Yeah, There's no beads. There's no Mardi Gras cups, you know, you're, you're, there's no real throws to be had, but if you're a young boy fascinated by trucks and planes, um, it's, it is pretty impressive to kind of see the organization, um, you know, watching all the soldiers, essentially, as you would imagine, walking all at the same time. It's really something to take, take on. Um, otherwise, what I particularly love about the Bastille Day in Paris is the fireworks show along the Eiffel Tower. Um, if you've never been, I highly recommend it. It's probably the best thing you'll ever do for free. Um, I, at the time, just showed up with a bottle of wine and some picnic food. We sat along um, the grass, and then right around 9 o'clock or so, um, you start to hear these sort of classical music playing in the background, and they have uh, a hell of a fireworks show that basically is portrayed right behind the Eiffel Tower. So it's really one of the most beautiful, uh, still to this day, probably the most beautiful firework 
uh, spectacle that I've ever seen. So it's certainly what you would, I just would expect from the capital city of France celebrating their Independence Day. Um, and, you know, just French, just like New Orleanians, you know, we, we love a day to not necessarily have to do too much hard work and uh, kind of enjoy ourselves. I love that. And yes, we're always looking for a day not to do too much hard work and to enjoy ourselves. And if we can do it in an environment with great food and uh, all that goodness, then it just, it makes it well worth it, right? Absolutely. So talk a little bit about how the celebration looks here at the Windsor Court and like what food are we, are we talking sure. about? Well, the dinner, the style dinner in itself is, is very different. Um, we have done um, some Bastille Day events in the past, um, definitely pre-pandemic. So this was, um, you know, an opportunity to kind of start from scratch with a new idea. Um, in wine country, you know, in France, very oftentimes they would have, you know, almost like these uh, dinners called assemblage, kind of a harvest dinner. It's kind of the idea of, of, you know, we've just spent the entire year working hard and diligent on our vineyards and our, our wine. And it's our time as winemakers to sit around in sort of a communal table, um, enjoy our wines, enjoy the food and, you know, sort of, uh, you know, live, laugh and, and be merry. Um, we're going to try to what we're attempting to do is, is kind of taking that homage to sort of, you know, creating sort of a nice elongated table that will be taking over our main dining room. Um, Chef uh, Igor has prepared um, several wonderful French preparations uh, as both starters, mains, and, um, and with Chef Matt doing desserts as well. And the idea is it's, it's about, you know, enjoying the people that you're with, enjoying the wine um, in sort of more of a, of a family-style setting. Um, so, you know, most of these will be sort of presented in large platters at the middle of the table. It's going to feel a little bit more like, you know, your family dinners on Sundays. Um, we invite, uh, especially anyone who, you know, is loves to collect wine to bring their wine. We will not be, you know, charging any corkage that day. Um, and, and if you don't have a bottle at home that you want to bring in, you're more than welcome to look at our wine list. We have a, a fantastic wine list that is certainly have some very good French wines there. Um, and some of the things we're going to be doing is, you know, pretty classic stuff. What You have to have a little foie gras. Um, we're going to have a little bit of uh, pâté de campagne, so kind of a little charcuterie there. Uh, doing things like classic French uh, salads that are sort of endive base with watercress, candied walnuts, blue cheese. Um, Chefs is even preparing a little bit of um, lock, sort of steelhead, uh, that we're going to be doing in sort of a fresh tartare with capers, uh, onions, little um, extra virgin olive oil, chives, really actually very classic French. The French very much like their um, their salmon. Um, and then the mains, we're going to do classic trout almondine. Um, we're also going to do a nice poulet rouge in sort of a roulade fashion. Um, and we got to celebrate a little bit. So we're going to also uh, have tomahawks uh, on the table as well for, for those that are a little bit more on the on the red meat side. Uh, but it should be a feast as we want it to be a feast. Um, we want it to be merry, you know, if, and, and, you know, do you have to be French? I mean, I celebrate St. Patty's Day and I'm certainly not Irish. So, <laughs> um, no, you know, we welcome everyone. Um, I think that's what's fun about New Orleans is we kind of look for any excuse to celebrate. So it's like, sure, French 4th of July, let's do it. And I think we have an opportunity to do it very upscale and we're sort of inviting 
wine lovers to come maybe bring a bottle that they've been wanting to show off for a while or even just come try a bottle that they wouldn't normally have just for a special occasion. And it's great because summer months are so slow in New Orleans restaurants. So Bastille Day is just kind of a thing to stick in the middle of summer. It's between Essence and then other events that come up in August, you know, and then it gets really slow until we have to wait till football season to happen. So we're all very excited for, for this event. Well, I love this idea about exploring wines and bringing your own wines. And, uh, you know, Jonathan was telling me a little bit before we got started that he has some experience in wine and, and knows a little bit about that. So if we're going through that, you know, that cabinet where maybe people have given us bottles of wine for the holidays and we have no idea what they are. Do we just randomly grab one? Or are there some that you're like, hey, if it says this, it may be great for this particular menu? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say if it says it's made in France, it's most likely going to be uh, a great bottle for today's menu. Um, you know, I mean, I, I would say if you, you had someone, you know, buy you some nice Bordeaux or Burgundy, um, champagne, um, if we, we can't forget, you know, so if you have that bottle of champagne that uh, maybe you were gifted some time ago and, and haven't found a good reason, um, this would be a perfect reason. Um, the beauty of the food is the food is going to be diverse. And so I don't think, um, you know, limiting or saying only one style of wine will work. Um, and that's part of the beauty of the experimentation. You know, um, I became good at pairing things, not because I read a magical book, but sometimes trial and error and and kind of seeing how things work and being like, this tastes really good. I bet you it tastes great with that wine. Um, are little things to do. Um, we like the idea, and we like as, as um, Izzy kind of uh, suggested, of, of really having people bring their wines um, just because we all have a story of why we bought the wines in the first place a lot of times if you're collecting wine. And um, that typically has a, a deeper meaning, whether it was it happened to be a producer that you maybe were fortunate enough to meet at one point, uh, whether it was a wine that was served on a special day. Um, I think, you know, all these are great stories and, and those stories are best um, told at a dinner table uh, with people that you know. And, and, and we keep it in sort of a communal fashion with a nice elongated table because uh, as all good New Orleanians, we also like to meet someone new from time yeah. to time. So um, that was kind of the idea is, is hopefully we've got, you know, a lot of you know, stimulating conversations and, and, um, and people reminiscing about all the, the great meals that they've had in the past and the great wine that they've eaten in, or drank in the past, I should say. Well, and for me, you know, I feel like as uh, New Orleanians, there is something about that communal table. And for so long, we haven't been able to have that communi community table where, I don't know, my like I think of like family dinners or when my mm -hmm. friends come over for dinner and we put it all out on the table. It's total chaos, right? We're reaching over, we're grabbing, we're eating, we're talking. And there's something about that touching the food and interacting with the food and putting it on your plate yourself that I feel like even helps you appreciate the moment even more. Yeah, I think we're so grateful that we get to finally do that again and just kind of gather. I think it felt out of place for a lot of people and especially us in the hospitality industry to the, for lack of a better word, suffer for the last few years. And I think this is also a celebration of gathering just as much as is of France, just as much as of New Orleans, or just for an excuse to have a nice dinner on a Thursday night. 
Well, I love that. And, you know, who doesn't deserve a nice dinner on a Thursday night? Mm -hmm. I think we all deserve a nice (laughs) dinner on a Thursday night. But I know y'all are doing a lot of other things. And for my listeners out there, I was uh, telling Isabel, I said, oh, I had my wedding tea here at the Windsor Court. And it is so uh, near and dear to my heart and the holiday tea. but I hadn't even considered that there may, you know, maybe something specific for tea in the summertime. Yeah, if there's one thing that we do, we do tea. So when I started the hotel, I actually started in the grill room, but we were so busy during the season, they were like, do you want to work tea? And I was like, what is tea? And I found out that anybody who's anybody in New Orleans has afternoon tea at the Windsor Court. And so we do a very traditional tea service and it includes little tea sandwiches, scones, bites, and then we have like a variety of very high-end teas. And it's a proper tea service. You know, we, we boil everything to the right temperature. Um, you know, it's we have, we have a harpist or a pianist. It's just, it's a very nice service. Ladies show up in their hats and gloves and it's it's really, it's very, very Instagram worthy. It's, it's, and we always hear stories about Little girls, you know, like, oh, I've been coming here for years. I came with my mom. Like how you said, I came for my bridal shower. And so to, to sort of to add to that, we started doing theme teas. So we just had our Queen's Jubilee tea. So it was sort of our nod to us being a British hotel, celebrating the Queen and her, her milestone. And then the end of this month, we're going to have princess tea, and it's going to be... Do we get to wear tiaras? Oh, of course. Oh, my gosh. I am... Count me in for tiara tea. Yes, we we will have Princess Belle here, and, you know, she's going to do fun. And, you know, so there's teas that are sort of geared towards families like that one. But then at the end of July during Tales, we have Prohibition tea. And so that's really exciting. And that's obviously more geared towards adults where we do cocktails and teacups, Prohibition style, you know, when they couldn't... When they were having quote unquote tea, they would they would have it in teacups. And then um, in September during decadence, we have LGBT, and that's just again to welcome the community and have everyone participate. And there's usually like a singer and a show. Um, but then we have Halloween tea, and that's again for kids. And like there's like witches, and we do, we do a bunch of things. And it's they're really fun to plan, and everyone always has a really good time. But it's like we can embrace our inner sophistication. Exactly. You know, you're you're outside, <laughs> right? All you're outside all summer. You're hot. You're cranky. You know, maybe you're just wearing your t-shirt and shorts all the time, and you need a reason to mm-hmm. to kind of dull yourself yeah. up and make yourself feel a little bit special. Yeah, and that seems no, like it, a great opportunity. It's really fun. I feel like a lot of the time. It, it seems like it's almost geared towards women and a lot of ladies show up, but we love when the guys show up and men like it just as much. And it's it's a really fun event for, for everyone. I love that. I love that. And I, I'm going to have to start stealing that idea of prohibition tea yes. and I'll just start attending my meetings with my teacup. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> and no one will know. Well, I know you're doing that with kids and... Um, they're, they're all these just, you know, adorable little sandwiches and mm-hmm. uh, scones and jams and everything. Is there, you know, for those of us who are, for our listeners out there who have never really had a tea party other than their own tea party at home, right? Um, what kind of flavors should they expect whenever those beautiful trays get passed in front of them? You know, it's interesting because, like, traditionally not to make bad remarks at anyone else's culture, but 
you know, I feel like the Norals were known for our flavor maybe a little bit more than England might be. So traditionally they do cucumber sandwiches and we do that too. And they do like turkey sandwiches, but we also do like chicken turkey or uh, curry chicken, mm, which yum. I could eat like 20 of those. They're, they're so good. And then we also, we do like, uh, like sort of smoked salmon with cream cheese. That's really good. And then, but it also depends on the holiday. Like we'll do different ones, and then we accommodate for like maybe someone that's gluten free or a vegan. We'll do like just vegetable plates. So traditionally, you can get, we can make just about anything happen. And but. you can get champagne at tea. I do yes, know that tea, for tea, a tea, fact. Tea, tea is a cocktail. <laughs> well, th- you know, it seems like there's so much going on over here. Um, and one of the things that I'm hearing a lot about um, from the team at the Windsor Court is how y'all are trying to give back to the community and embrace the community here in New Orleans. And uh, I think our listeners would be interested in hearing a little bit more about what y'all are doing to, to give back. Yeah. So, well, this month in particular, we are um, to the June is Pride Month. Um, so this weekend, we are having a Pride Sip and Dip and sponsored by Absolute Vodka. Um, and that's just sort of an opportunity to make everyone feel welcome. Uh, I feel like often like we kind of get lost in these traditional values, especially being such a traditional hotel, but we really are, everyone's welcome to experience Windsor Court and everyone's welcome to experience luxury. And our spa, who is, Brennan is our spa director. She's been a, a big proponent of just making everyone feel welcome and the spa is a place of non-judgment. And all of the Lord Jones services, the massages and the facials, 15% of those proceeds are going to go to the House of Tulip, which is an organization that houses trans people. Awesome. And, you know, it's so important for us as businesses in New Orleans to keep giving back to our community because it's our community that support us and uh, do so many, you know, great things to keep us all going. Um, I know that uh, right now, some people are thinking to themselves, I just need a weekend away. But golly, I don't want to drive <laughs> all the way to Gulf Shores and spend three hours in the Gulf Shores traffic at Mobile, right? Yes, yes. Uh, and my husband and I usually, uh, the first week of June, we'll do a staycation in town and try and just find a hotel get the hotel room as cold as possible so we can enjoy all that nice air condition and then just pretend like we're tourists do y'all offer some opportunities where uh, people can get a little more bang for their buck this summer yeah definitely i think uh, especially with gas prices being the way that they are um, people are sort of seeking to stay stay in town and not go as far away so we are doing um, a, a special called upgrade your summer where if you book a guest room, you automatically get upgraded to a premium suite. Um, so that way you get a little more room to spread out. Maybe, you know, it might be a little more comfortable if you invite the kids and everyone kind of gets a vacation. And then we also do fourth night free, where uh, if you stay for three nights, your fourth night is complimentary. Oh, awesome. Everybody loves free. <laughs> Especially in this day and age when nothing is free Everything anymore, is right? Well, so Jonathan, let's talk a little bit more about the food at the Windsor Court because we know, you know, there's the event for Bastille Day, but, you know, people can just come in and have dinner or lunch. And I feel like Windsor Court, especially with the ease of the parking situation when you're downtown, is a great place for a a business lunch or to come in and, uh, 
you know, have a lot of variety. I don't know if y'all are still doing the, you know, you get to pick uh, so many different things. Um, is that still? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. I haven't been in we a little still while. Do our plate lunch? Uh, so the we we still have lunch operating uh, Monday through Friday. Um, um, starting at 1130 until two, but uh, very popular, you know, uh, sort of $24 for, you know, a variety of different little things. Um, so we have that. We do have culinary that is around the corner. So um, that will certainly be a focus as well for lunch. Uh, where we'll have a little culinary menu for everyone uh, to enjoy. But um, I'll, as you said, um, I think people forget the ease that it is to come uh, enjoy uh, the grill room here. Um, literally all it takes for you, on, you know, you can go to the corner, but good luck finding parking that's readily accessible and as easy and convenient as just coming into our courtyard, having some of the best bellmen and valet drivers uh, take care of your vehicle and uh, coming to enjoy the grill room. Um, and then once you're done, you just get your ticket validated and just throw a couple bucks to our valet guy and you get to you get to be on your way um besides that though brunch has still maintained been very popular so if you're interested in joining us for the weekend we do a little bit more of a breakfast centric menu um fairly early because we are a hotel from 7 a.m but we have it all the way till two um that's you know even though we're in dead heat of the summer we still have good crowds showing up those days um, and then as far as our dinner menu, dinner menu is offered um, five nights a week. Um, we are opened uh, Wednesday uh, through Sunday uh, from 5.30 um, to about um, 10 every day. And in this case, um, you know, we've been doing a little bit different things, I feel, for dinner than everything else. This is really meant for, uh, you know, we want our locals to come in that are really there to kind of enjoy a special occasion. Um, we were very fortunate, you know, with Chef Igor that um, there's certainly a more modern and progressive style to our menu. I think uh, it's rooted in a lot of different cuisine types. I don't wouldn't say that it's it's you know one or the other. Um, there's some French. There's certainly some uh, Eastern and Western influences in the food. Um, we've been very happy with the spring menu. The goal was to really provide you know some very bright, lighter fare. Um, that really kind of in, makes you think of all the green that's going to be coming back up um, after the winter. Um, and, um, you know, some of the highlights I would say would be the, the veal tortellini uh, that we do with uh, creme fraiche uh, served with a um, mushroom uh, dashi broth. Uh, we also have a beautiful uh, summer tomato tart, chef is confit, little cherry tomatoes. Uh, with a little oregano and olive oil. It's placed in like a little tart shell that the pastry team makes from, um, you know, butter, flour, and herbs. Uh, add a little uh, stracciatelli cheese into that, a little curried pea puree, um, and it's just this beautiful little tart of savory goodness. Um, and for main courses, our halibut has been ever so popular with the broccoli cream where we then also toss little bit of uh, broccoli florets with uh, citrus oil finished with uh, mint compressed cucumber uh, chive foam and then we do a wonderful job of cooking uh, Norwegian um, halibut uh, which is a little bit of a just just a little bit of brown and then we, we top it with a little bit of fresh herbs it's really beautiful I think it, it's everything we had hoped um, and at the end of the day it's still the grill room so you know if if you require a steak in the evening. Uh, <laughs> we certainly know how to do that. Um, 
probably one being one of the best places in the city, I believe, to enjoy Wagyu uh, as we uh, feature Chateau Nai, a, a very beautiful brand of Wagyu beef coming from Japan. In addition to the real Wagyu, beef, oh, the real yes. Wagyu beef, yes. <laughs> Uh, in addition to, uh, you know, just tomahawks and fillets and strips, it's just, uh, it's a great experience. Um, uh, and then I love it because especially at night, you know, we, you basically are overlooking our courtyard, you know, it's such a beautiful scenery I love with the brick courtyard, and, yeah. and the statue and get the people watch a little bit even. Yeah. Kind of being in the middle of the craziness of, of the French quarter, our courtyard and the girl overlooks the courtyard is just like this little oasis and it's just peaceful. And it's like, you can step, you know, 30 feet away into the craziness, but like, it just, it gives you an opportunity just to get away. And that's what I think really makes it feel like a vacation. Yeah. A hotel in general. And to just, yes, give you that opportunity to get away. But with all the windows, like if you are a nosy person, mm -hmm. you can still see out and about what's happening in town, right? But um, you're in, in the calm, the peace, exactly. the beauty and the sophistication inside. Um, I, I was looking at the menu when you were talking, Jonathan, and I thought, he didn't even say my favorite thing. The quail. Quail, oh, yes. Because oh, yes. quail is not something that everyone puts no. on their menu. I'm not even going to lie. The other day I tried to make quail at home, and I had to hit like five supermarkets before I found like anyone who carried quail. Um, I love that quail dish. Um, and you know what? It, it's been, um, I don't want to say a surprise hit. I'd like to think that we make the menus. But it's been a, a pop like a surprising popular dish i think for that same reason i think it's something that we all really like but don't all often get to choose um we're getting our quail source from uh, georgia farm um they come to bone so the beauty of that is you don't even have to <laughs> well isn't that but i'm sitting here thinking i'm gonna be in my fancy clothes no. with my little yeah. bones trying to eat my dinner i mean if you have to we can place you in the corner of a dining room <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, and then we, we, we you know, there, there's kind of this beautiful, like, farrow that's cooked, you know, pretty aggressively with, like, chicken stock, so it becomes, like, you know, very earthy and, and, and bold. Uh, we serve ours with a little bit of foie gras, so you get a little bit of that kind of, like, really creamy earthiness as well, and then it's all balanced actually quite nicely with uh, a little apple butter uh, that just ties in a little sweetness for everything. Yum. No, it's awesome. Me and my best friend came here when we first launched that, that menu. And we fancy ourselves ladies, but they had to keep us from picking the plates. It was, <laughs> it was especially delicious. And then, you know, Chef has just been so mindful with everything. Every ingredient he picks, everything's done with intention. And it's just like, it's such a unique experience. And then we haven't even talked about dessert because Chef Matt, he's been, he studied in Las Vegas. And yeah, it was just everything trying not to be ravenous by eating all the, you know, food on the table. Well, so we, we have about a minute left. So if we had to come and pick a dessert, which one's your favorite? Oh, it's hands down the uh, chocolate creme brulee. I don't know if you agree or not. Mm, I got a different one. Oh. It's, okay. <laughs> it's worth the calories. It's like a candy bar and, and delicious. And I agree. Sometimes if you have, you need chocolate, you just go for it. Don't try to convince yourself you need any other kind of dessert. I, however, I'm going to go a blueberry Oh, cheese cheesecake yeah. because um, sh yeah, Chef utilized uh, a little components of basil and uh, yuzu, which is think of it as like an Asian Meyer lemon, um, to kind of accent it, and it is fantastic. It is one of those things where you know it, you know you you, you take about three seconds to eat it all because you just you just can't stop, and uh, and then you ask you know can I have another one? So so I'm sold. I have to have both. Yes. <laughs> 
we'll have to pace ourselves and make sure that uh, we can have both. Um, if y'all could tell everybody real quick how they can find you, where they can learn out, learn more, and how they can get reservations for Bastille Day. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we always encourage everyone to follow us on Instagram and Facebook or Windsor Court. And then the Grill Room actually just launched their own Instagram. It's Grill Room at Windsor Court. And you can find all our updates on there, all the little things that we do and just recaps. And we try to be very um, engaging with our audience. And then to make a, you know reservations for Bastille Day, if you just call our reservationists, they can set you up and have everything put together for you. Awesome. And for what it's worth, that dinner is uh, 150 per head. Um, but that will be, um, yeah, just for the food. And that's why we welcome really to have people bring their wines. We're going to have a reception around 7 o'clock. Seated dinner will probably be closer to 730. Um, and uh, you can call toll free at uh, 1-800-262-2662. Fabulous. Well, thank you all so much. For my listeners out there, you've been listening to Dinner Party with Chef Amy Sins. My guests today were Jonathan and Isabel with the Grill Room and the Windsor Court Hotel. I highly recommend you go check it out. Um, breakfast, brunch, lunch, dinner, cocktails, whatever you have time for. Um, let's get out and about in our great city and enjoy the food that we have available. Until next time, ciao. Ciao.